Welcome to the Lid Lifter episode of Voyage College Basketball. We are excited that you've chosen to join us today uh, here on Voyage. Of course, as you all know, we've set sail seeking validation, vindication, and in this forum, victory in the in the form of uh, college of the college hoops variety. So, uh, college hoops is in full swing, boys. It's almost December. Uh, we are through feast week. Some teams are starting to make uh, make names for themselves. We're starting to see what teams are made of. There's been a lot of interesting results that we need to catch up our listeners on. Um, and there's been a lot of things, too, that we were correct on in our research, if you listen to the College Hoops preview episode, and also some things that we were, we were very wrong on. So um, let's start off with that, guys. I want to open the floor for discussion on this. Who has been... We're gonna we're gonna do this. Who's your uh, team that surprised you the most in a positive aspect, and who's the team that's been the most disappointing to you thus far? And and you can name multiple because that could go along a lot of different ways. I mean, John, I think you've got the floor here with a obvious team right here. Who's the obvious team, Ken? UConn, baby, UConn. UConn's been surprising. Um, I think my biggest letdown, I would say probably is, uh, to this point, TCU. I like UConn as my biggest, like, you know, and I think with our college basketball research, what we did, and I think what we're finding out is that we feast week ate us alive. We started out hot then feast week ate us alive when they go to neutral courts, we did a lot of our research had pertained to a lot of conference play. And so, yeah, TCU was disappointing. I think Ohio State surprised me a lot. Ohio State beating Texas Tech really surprised me. Um, UConn, I don't think UConn surprised me as much because I just Bobby Hurley and everything. I mean, I love Bobby Hurley; he's my guy. But I would say, I would say the biggest disappointment is TCU, and the biggest surprise is Ohio State. Cam, what do you got? I there's been a few so um so bear with me here. I want to talk about a few different teams. So po- positively on the positive side of things, Chris Jans and that Mississippi State team have been stellar. They've looked yep. they've looked really good. They look yep. really solid on the defensive end of things. I believe yeah. they're still undefeated. They're going to be a problem in the SEC honestly. Um they've looked they've looked really solid, better than you could expect year one head coach, basically entirely a uh, new roster. So that one's been intriguing. Um, Kansas State was there too until they lost today at Butler, but that's a tough test uh, for them. But but same deal for them, new coach, um, and they looked really solid off the bat. Purdue and UConn, uh, yeah, they. I mean, UConn wins the Phil Knight Invitational. Arizona wins the Maui Gym Invitational. Um, I think those are. I mean, I think they really made statements with those wins too. Those are. You really can see what a team is capable of come postseason play with these uh, early season tournaments, right? You're playing a lot of good teams. You're playing a, a bunch of days in a row, and UConn uh, coming away with a win there in that Phil Knight Invitational was was very promising for them. They look really good. Sonogo is one of the best big men. There'll be a problem in the Big East, I think, more so than us gave uh, than a lot of us gave them credit for in our research. Not you that think we that they're, sleeping they're, on by well, I think but, they're, they're deeper than what we thought. Yeah. Mainly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh 
and then um as far as letdowns yeah it's it's tcu it's gonzaga um but we weren't high on gonzaga going in really but you know for them it's a national letdown yes it's a national letdown because they're they had the second shortest odds to win it all when we tipped off the season so right gonzaga hasn't looked great i don't think they're the gonzaga of old and um and so that's going to be something to watch going forward i don't think i don't I think the West Coast Conference has been a supply a surprise uh, positively as well as a whole. Portland played very good basketball yep. in that Phil Knight Invitational as well, um, and then Charleston. Charleston was a team that we didn't have really on our radar at all in the Big South, and yeah. they 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 win their own tournament at home for the first time, the Charleston Invitational for the first time since 2018, uh, beating a good Virginia Tech club to win it, and so. Uh, Props to uh, Charleston. They cracked my mid-major top 10. I mean, something that I was surprised that neither of you two said is the team that you have tailed more than any team I may have ever seen you two tail, and that's James Madison, the JMU team. They are in the top, you know, top 20 in the country in terms of covering right now. Do you guys have anything to say about that? Yeah, I, I mean, I think I've been big on JMU. Um in terms of betting, maybe not as much in the college uh, preview, but I could just see them being a team that other teams underestimate. Like they're not that good, but they are that fucking good. And we'll see. I don't know. It's it's hard to say, you know, now you go into conference play and I mean, look at Indiana just trouncing UNC. Do I think less of UNC? Not really. Um, I really don't. You look at uh, Marquette and Butler I, or Marquette and Baylor. But I think I think GMU's a really good club. I'm not surprised. Cam, you got anything there or no? On JMU, I mean, yeah, they're they're really they're they're a solid club. They cover spreads. Um I thought they had a they they really just took care of business against teams that they should have. I think that they got a little bit worn down. They had a bad loss uh the other night um at home to I can't recall Valpo or uh or something like that, but it was a bad loss. But, but I think I think a lot of teams went through the gauntlet in the last week or so, um, right. And played a lot of games in a short amount of time. And you know, you'll see teams drop an interesting one. But that's why this week has kind of been uh, an opportunity for us to get our feet on the ground, start looking at okay, this is a team's first true road test, and they're going into a hostile environment playing a good team. Um, I backed a lot of home, home teams um, to cover numbers, you know, yesterday uh, when when that started. So Big Ten ACC Challenge, Big East, Big 12 battle, things like that are going on. And it's it's been in, intriguing. Very yeah, intriguing. I, Very, yeah, go ahead, Kane. I agree with that. I think Jam, JMU, they've been a good squad. The team that has impressed me the most, and this is a team that was not on any of our radars. It's a team that, by the end of the year, because this is non-con play, Sunbelt Conference, their first place, their 8-0. Your Southern Mississippi Golden Eagles, their 8-0. Yep. They're doing incredible against the spread. They beat Montana, which is a team that we love. We love the Grizz. They beat IPFW, the Macedons. Not a great team, but they still beat them. Winthrop, Liberty, Vandy. <clears throat> Loyola, Louisiana, they have been doing a great job so far this season. 
along with Houston. Houston has surprised me. I know that they are number one in the country. They're a great squad, but they're six and one against the spread. I'm talking ATS records right now. Southern Mississippi being five and oh, um, Houston being six and one. And the biggest out of those other two squads, Nevada. Nevada is a team that I said at the beginning of the season, they're going to have an up season. They're going to do well. They're doing great against the spread. They're six and one. 86% in terms of covering. That is the team that I love. I love Nevada. I think they did a great job in the transfer portal. I think it's going to continue throughout the season. I think they're going to have a great spot. They're a great team to cover. They might be our new Middle Tennessee State. The team that has let me down the most is the St. Thomas Tommies. They're 6-2 yeah. and two against the spread. Fuck the Tommies. I fucking hate that they're covering. They're six and two. They're one of the best teams in the country that we should be tailing, but we continue to fade them. No, I don't care. I don't care. I'm going to continue to fade them because they will let up. They're in the summit. The summit is not a bad conference and the Tommies are not a good team. Get into conference play. They're going to get their asses fucking whooped. Fuck the Tommies. All right. All right. All right. Settle down. Settle down. Okay. Listen, as handicappers, we have to adjust to the system. I will, in fact, adjust and I will seeing fit back the Tommies, tail the Tommies, in fact. And I was, in fact, the one who coined fade the Tommies. Let's yes, not forget were. that. Let's not forget yes, that. Yes, you were. And I know I you're a say, Yeah, go ahead. I want to say something about the Houston team, though. That is a, that is a covering machine. They will absolutely yes. annihilate any inferior opponent. Yep. And I've backed them in every game except for the one time I faded them, and it was when there was no students at the cage. Kent State Golden Flash is covered, baby. Yeah. And um, so uh, but yeah, six and one against the spread. Good for Houston. We knew too coming in that they cover big numbers, but I think this team has outperformed even our expectations. They look every every bit of uh a national championship type club. I feel like you made a good amount of profit just tailing first half overs for Houston. Is that correct? No, first half spread. Just first, just half, first spread. half spread. You're right, you're right. Yeah, and I think that I think that the, we're we're just on the pursuit of finding the new Middle Tennessee State, new the new Longwood, really. Yeah, and both of them are bad this year. <clears throat> yeah, right, right. But no, Houston is. I mean, they crush it. We've been saying that. We said that in the preview, and I think that one thing we've learned in the preview is that where Erickson, you might be the best Big Sky handicapper, which I still believe you are. The Big Sky might not be that good against other conferences. And so we've learned that throughout this process, especially in the beginning of the year, that the conference, like the A-10, we thought that we were big on the A-10. I don't think the A-10 is that good. No. Right. So, JD, do you have any teams? Yeah. Yeah. So what I want to base it off of is coaches, right? Um, good call. Not necessarily teams. And I hate I hate to go top one, two, especially in, in Texas. You know how those Texans are, but. But Kelvin Sampson and Chris Beard, I mean, I, I have to back them. Um, Kelvin Sampson, that that squad, that Houston squad, is just, <clears throat> that's a machine right now. I, I, I don't see anyone stopping them, especially in conference play. I do not see that. Now, Chris Beard with Texas, um, you know, going into Big 12 play, that's obviously going to be a, a, a better test. But, you know, that that team's looking good. And But my number one sleeper on the year – 
is is Mississippi State. That defense that Chris Jans has is the number one defense in the country. Um, I hate to make it a sentimental pick because obviously uh, the Bulldogs of Mississippi State poached him from from my New Mexico State Aggies. I wish he was still there, but that dude can coach. That dude, he's not just a recruiter, right? Obviously, there's two games in, in college athletics, especially hoops, right? Recruiting and then coaching and developing. That dude has a knack of bringing guys in and making the absolute best of him. That's absolutely showing right now. I think they're only allowing, uh, don't quote me here, but I think maybe 52, 54 points a game right now. Yes, yes. And that are arguably, I would say SEC maybe could be the best basketball conference in the country, right? We couldn't have said that, you know, 10, you know, five, 10 years ago. But right now that SEC is looking good. And if Chris Jans can bring that same defensive tenacity into the SEC, man, they're, they're looking good. That, that team's tough. So, um, there's six. Uh, I'm six. basing. I'm. I'm basing it strictly off coaches right now. So I, again, Kelvin Sampson at Houston, Chris Beard at Texas, and then Chris Jans at at Mississippi State. JD, could I step in? You love Kelvin Sampson at Houston. Yep. Um, I think Cam loves Houston. John, I think you also are a big fan of Houston. I'm going to put out the biggest bet of the year right now in terms of units, in terms of futures. If Houston wins the national championship this year, that is where I will be attending to get my MBA. Because that's right. on the radar. I will get an MBA from Houston if they win the national championship this year. Solely right. based off of, of that championship that you're basing Solely your based off of them? this. If they win the national championship, I will attend the University of Houston, probably online, for my MBA. I think that's outstanding. But that's outstanding, Ken. That's an outstanding bit. And we, that's, I think that's, we're going to do that. I do think that that Arkansas club can beat Houston. Eric Musselman, you're talking about coaches, oh. JD. Eric Musselman's oh, as good Mus- as it gets. Yo, you, have to, you have to put him right up, right at the top. Musselman. Dude, I, have you seen that he, Arkansas team play too? They are the, oh my God, dude. They're my favorite team. I, dude, I will they, be in, I'll be in Vegas wearing an Arkansas shirt. I love the Hogs, dude. I love the Hogs. I'll ride or die with the Hogs, which is not normally good because I normally ride or die with Illinois, and that doesn't work. So, Well, let's pivot real quick then, and off that point, let's talk about conferences because, yeah, if Houston were in the SEC, they'd probably drop a few games. They're going to be tested tough. I mentioned at the beginning of the season that I thought that Conference USA or the American, excuse me, would actually be decent. Well, they unfortunately have lost every opportunity for any of those teams to to gain uh, uh, a solid enough resume in the non-conference slate to uh, to put themselves in position to get an at-large bid. I don't think any of them have done enough to do that. Cincinnati didn't show much of anything in the Maui gym. Uh, Tulane hasn't looked great. They lost a couple bad ones. They've looked lazy. They've looked they looked tired playing in the Bahamas or wherever the hell they were. Um, and then uh, Temple's won a few good games. I guess Temple knocked off Villanova. They're decent. Um, and then uh, the Memphis club. I mean, maybe maybe Memphis still has a few non-conference opponents out there that are substantial. I don't know. Um, but 
but American Conference doesn't look as uh, as sharp as I thought it did. We'll see here. We'll see here. I, I like that Memphis club a lot. They played that early game against St. Louis, and I was actually on St. Louis, and I think it was like two and a half. Is that correct? Yes. Yeah, St. Louis. Right, and I was on St. And they and they they covered, but I gained a lot of respect, and it was at St. Louis. I gained a lot of respect for that Memphis club. I think they can score at a high clip. I think yes. they play hard. Um I don't know. I wouldn't. I think you saying that didn't you say that they're going to get four? It could be a four bid league. I said that. That's yeah. erroneous. That's yeah. That's wrong. that's wrong. I, I Tulane. No. Tulane doesn't look anything like no. they are, but they'll it's, be a feisty club. They'll cover spreads in conference a, play. But a, SMU is okay. But they're they're to me they're worse than I put them a tier below even. Right, Tulane. but I'm saying for bids, like you might get three, but they're really they're a two bid league, right? Uh, probably yeah it's memphis um, and houston yeah and the other one i want to mention and i i i said this bef- a little bit earlier west coast conference mm-hmm. looks way better than than what we had even predicted yeah. we expected a drop off in the west coast conference because they lost a lot of talent last year well what do you know ken palm they've got uh they've got 6 of 10 teams in the top 100 right now in the West Coast Conference, that's Gonzaga, St. Mary's, BYU, San Francisco, Santa Clara, and Portland. Um, which I'm high on this Portland team. They look they look really athletic. Long their their coach is is a no bullshit type of guy. Um, Santa Clara has had no drop off because of coaching as well. San Francisco they have just enough talent to to be able to compete in any game. BYU's looked pretty good, and and St. Mary's. Although the Lobos have them on the ropes right now, but the but the West Coast Conference is is a solid league. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be better than what we thought. It is going to be what it is, though. I mean, San Francisco is going to probably have to beat St. Mary's, right? Yeah, they'll have to beat St. Mary's. Yeah, and then let's say yeah. I mean, it's it's possible. I don't know. I think San Francisco. I mean, I'm a huge Don's guy. JD, did you know that? Didn't know you liked the Dons, but man, they, last year at least they looked tough. So. I roll, I rolled them into the absolute earth. You were the year. biggest Dons fan last year, John. You made yeah, me a Dons a believer. Play of the year was San Francisco Dons last year. Hey, they... one of the plays of the year. Yeah, that was my. That, I had a couple play of the years on the Dons. They're, they're playing. They're playing for Bill Russell this year. No, they're the Dons are yeah, a nice true. club. Good point. Yeah. Good point. Hey, Virginia has surprised me too, though, and that's another team that's playing yep. for their school. That's it, a veteran club. It, I think it surprised us, but it didn't shock me. Like I right. think we both said, like I like we liked Virginia. Yeah, but they they have asserted themselves as potentially yeah. a top five team in the nation. Yeah. Can I, I mean, give they, a little a little jab here at the worst team in the nation? That's Louisville. Yeah, Sorry, dude. Oh goodness gracious, that's a lock. Fade yeah, them all yeah. here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know think, it's I terrible. Think Cam, you... Listen, you, you guys. Erickson talks about is college basketball better if if New Mexico is good. College basketball is absolutely better if Louisville is good, and the fact that it's not right now is literally it's so bad, dude. What's going on in Louisville is pathetic. They have the best court. They have an out. The KFC Yum Center is outstanding. They have a great tradition, and they just can't seem to figure it out, and it's shocking. 
Do you think you'll make a game there this year? Maybe like you and Chris? Me and my old I've been bugging. I bugged my old man about going to Kentucky Louisville for years, and he hasn't budged on it. But I, I don't know. I think Louisville would probably have to get good, and then we'd go. But <laughs> yeah, honestly, there's no reason for him to budge this year. No, right, right, right. Yeah, I, I it's 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 weird. It's 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 weird, is what it is. It's weird to see a Louisville team that sucks. How do you how do you like the ACC as a whole? I don't love it. I don't love North Carolina. I don't love Duke. Always overrated. I'd say they're overrated, especially yeah, with right. First right. first year without Coach K. Yeah, especially what guys. We always talk about once they get on the conference with Shire there. I, I just cannot anticipate anything good. Right, you're not going to back Duke them. Either. You're not going to back them. Miami. I mean, I guess they cover came back and covered against Rutgers tonight, but like. Uh, you know, Miami's, it's, it's Miami's not been what we thought. Um, no, Florida State been, looks terrible, terrible, horrible. Notre Dame, uh, they're a veteran. I, they're a veteran club, but I can't. Okay, I don't think that they're. You know, the other one is the other one is we talk about Louisville, Syracuse. What the fuck's going on there? Well, they're not bad, dude. Honestly, I mean, okay, they, but they're not going to be Virginia. Like my take right no. now would be Virginia is the best team in the ACC, as far as I see. My sleeper team in the ACC, though, is the Wake Forest Demon Deacons. And Shocker. their win in Madison last night was not a... It was. It was a good one. It was not a fluke, all right? This team is legit. They've got playmakers at, uh, on all sides of the floor. They play good defense. They've got a big man that's nice. they got uh, Tyree Appleby. He might be my favorite point guard in the nation. He's a transfer from Florida, uh, if you recall him from last year. Um, he's just a baller. He's cold blooded. He splashes from three. He's a good slasher. He's a good distributor. He gets back, hustles on D. Uh, I really like Wake Forest Club. They're young, but uh, but they'll be a they'll they'll make some head waves in the uh, ACC play. Do you guys you, have any like fluctuations on the A10? What do you mean like? I feel that? like we. I'm saying we have SLU, and we love Dayton. And Davidson, and kind of Dayton Davidson. They're I didn't they're say I love Davidson. I never said right. I love Davidson. I might have loved think, Davidson. Hey, what, what happened to Duquesne? I think Duquesne is actually coming on nice. Hey, that the Aggies are playing Duquesne this year, so I think that'd be a good, good, good game to watch this year. Yes, well, Bonnie's are nice. Pittsburgh. Hey, can we talk about December seventeenth? And we should do something special for that. Because December seventeenth, I don't know, but we should do something exciting for that. Because JD and Kane, are you guys aware of December seventeenth? Massive matchups all across the nation. Are you guys aware of this? Have you seen it? We have Indiana at Kansas. Oh shit! Hold on. Indiana, take it now. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! Bad podcasting. Indiana at Kansas, Alabama. Uh, is that a neutral site game? Must be. Alabama, Gonzaga, Houston, Virginia, North Carolina, Ohio State, UCLA, Kentucky, Davidson, Purdue, Yukon, Butler, Tennessee, Arizona. Ooh. Yeah. How many of those are neutral? I think Not many. I think the the is that those challenges they do between the conferences? I no. think I do think that the 
The Davidson Purdue one is uh neutral site and so is UNC Ohio State and so is Alabama Gonzaga. Can I just say one thing really quick? I don't care about probably like 95% of those games because that's not where we make our money. Yeah, we but there's more games that day, dude. There's more games, but those games that you just listed, that's we don't live in the top 20. I make money on it. We every live game. in the shadows. We I live in the money. fucking shadows, bro. I just Okay, just, you don't care. You don't care about Wake Michigan State today. You don't care about Wake Forest and Rutgers and Bryant and Liberty, Providence, Seton Hall. You don't, Providence, you don't, Seton Hall is the matchup of the year. You, you don't care about that, dude. You're just no, saying no, that because those you are lost great games. You're just saying that Never because you lost against Michigan Ed State and Kansas State today. Yeah, Michigan State got throttled. Tom Izzo might be in the unemployment line, fucking fishing for bread by Monday. St. John's, St. John's, Florida State. You don't care about that game? Well, St. John's, they're going to throttle them. UMass in North Texas, you don't care about that game? Take North Texas. Toledo and Marshall, you don't care about that game? Give me a break, Kane. It's a great slate on December 17th, and I plan on on capping it sharp. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying the top 25 is not where we live. I make money on the top twenty-five. I make money. I don't make money on the top twenty-five. I don't care. All right, you guys. I see it. I see it. How how it's fit. You know, I know you're the analytics guy, King, but you know, take a back seat. But brother, it's it's more than just that. Can I just interject real quick? Aggies one ninety-five to seventy. Go Aggies. But tell seriously, me a little bit, if you tell me a little bit more about this Aggies club. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, if you guys, I, I told Cam before the season even started, pound the Aggies over every single game, every single game. They fly. They they run and gun. They fly. They score, but their defense is a little rough. So pound the over on the Aggies every single game. What's your take on Grand Canyon? Are they good? Dude, don't get me started. Do you do you want me to go on my Grand Canyon bit? He hates Grand Canyon. Oh. Well, hey, I know no, yeah. no, before you do that, can you give us a whack? Uh, because the, the whack, talking about conferences, the whack has looked very good. They've there's been teams that have gone into Pac 12 environments, knocked off teams. There's there's some the the league looks deep. And I mentioned this in the college hoops preview episode. Uh, there's going to be some teams down there in the middle of the pack. Sam Houston State um, looks really r- looks really good. Cal Baptist is good. There's good teams in the WAC. So can you give me a little bit of rundown on the WAC? Yeah. So the so the WAC, I think people give them a lot of flack. Um, you know, over the last you know, you know, ten years ago, the WAC was at the bottom of the, all the conferences. It, it was bad. I'll be the first to admit it. Um, the WAC was terrible. But, you know, over the past, you know, five to years to now, the WAC has actually been going up. You have Sam Houston State. You have Cal Baptist, GCU, as much as I hate them. I mean, they're, they're competing. They have that stupid oh, – that I don't, hold on. I'll go into GCU in a little bit. But Seattle's always been pretty tough. I mean, yeah. obviously the Aggies. I mean, MSU is, is the parental 
perennial powerhouse of the conference. But I mean, the WAC has, has significantly increased. And as Cam said, I mean, Sam Houston State knocking off Oklahoma. I think um, Cal Baptist, uh, who'd they knock off again? Uh, Cal Baptist? Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah. The Gophers, brother. They Did suck, they? though. That's Did they really? No, Cal Baptist knocked off someone else, too. No, they Minnesota beat-, beat Cal Baptist. Cal Baptist beat Washington. Yes. And and, and they're and they're really going off. But I, I, to go off on um on Grand Stephen Canyon, F. Austin, though, too. We're forgetting other teams. No, no, Stephen F. Austin. I mean, before they went to the WAC, I forget which conference they were in, but before they went in, they went on that way, they went on that run in the in the conference before they yeah, were in the WAC. They're in the Southland. Yes. Yeah, they were in the Southland. So they were they were a solid team before the, before they even went. But, you know, to go on my Grand Canyon thing, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the the movie Truman Show. Grand Canyon is the Truman Show of college basketball. Grand Canyon is the Truman Show of college basketball. Because if you ever watch Truman Show, everything is when you when you first start watching the, the movie, right? It, everything is looks so perfect and everyone's dressed so nicely in the perfect neighborhood and the white picket fences and everything is just so perfect and everyone is so friendly and every everything is just so perfect, right? But it's fake. It's fake. You go to the, <laughs> you, you see the games at their I don't even know what they call that place. Yeah, okay, it's a it's the toughest place to play in college basketball, whatever it's, it's not, but some people say it is Uh Lou Pitino said, or not Lou Pitino, my bad. Rick Pitino said it was uh, one of the hardest places you ever seen when Louisville went to go play them there. It, 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 it is, it's a ruckus environment, but it's just fake. They have nothing it's to base profit. on. It, yeah. And I have nothing. I I don't really have any any proof to base this on. So if any of our listeners can fact check me on this, um, from what I understand, those fans get paid to go there. And they bring buses. They pay kids, and they bring buses to go to the games at NMSU at the Pan Am Center. And they have this weird student section in the corner of the Pan Am. It's just weird, and they have nothing to base it on. There was a uh, – I'm not sure if you guys are aware of it, but there there's a mid-major top 25 poll by someone on Twitter that obviously isn't worth anything. But they have a mid-major top 25 that they posted one time. This was, I don't know, three, three, four years ago. They posted a top 25 mid-major, and Grand Canyon poked their way into it at like 24, 25. And they posted – or rather they they – not posted, but they put banners all across their campus. So what you're what you're saying? Major saying twenty five. It's just fake. It's weird. I hate them. What you're saying is Grand Canyon is chicken shit basketball. It's fake. It's weird. Okay. It's like a weird production of basketball. They're not okay. even okay. 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 So moving on now. <laughs> moving on now. No, that's that's great, great analysis, great passion. You are they don't in, in a way, in a way, you are boots on the ground. I'm not a big Grand Canyon guy, so I don't disagree with anything what you're saying. What about the Big East? Creighton all the way. I I I think it's Creighton, and then everybody else. Creighton is the best team in the yep. league. You think they're that yep. much better than UConn? No, yes. that's what I was just going to say until you rudely interrupted me. 
uh just kidding it's all good brother um yeah i know creighton, creighton and uconn are towing are you feeling Those okay good matchups they'll probably split i like creighton the most though just their roster construction i think they're long yeah. i think they they've got guys that are they they'll they'll make a deep run in the ncaa tournament because of the way that their yes their roster is constructed uconn yes. Needs to prove me prove to me a little bit more. I think right. they're physical. I think I like their bigs, but uh, and their coach, gonna be, they're going to be faced with some interesting. You're matches. A Hurley guy. I'm a huge Hurley guy, dude. Hurley's awesome, dude. I can, think- we, can we can we talk about? I, I don't mean to interrupt the 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 podcast. Go though, ahead. Can we talk about nil? Because no, we're not going to talk about that right now. Okay, I was going to say okay, but br- very very briefly. I would say that's why Creighton is in the top ten. Is strictly yes. because of that. Well, I think I think that they take a premise like they they have a rich basketball basketball oh, yeah, tradition there. So it's not it shouldn't be a surprise to anybody that they're good. Yes, hundred percent. I would say that sleeper teams out of the uh, out of the Big East. I've been on them since the preview. Butler at home. I love Butler at home. Thad Mata comes in there talking about coaches like JD. I'm a huge coach guy. I love good coaches. I think that matters in college basketball and that matters in gambling on college basketball. Butler at home, I love them. I love a St. John's game there. I love Creighton there. If it's minus six and a half to eight, take Butler. I love Butler. So what's your what's your number one group of or power six conference in America right now? What's the number one conference in America? SEC. Yeah, you got to say the SEC, but I think the Big Ten's been a lot better than I was going to say Big Ten. I mean, shit. You have to say. I, I, mean, I hate to say it, but SEC. I it mean, might be SEC. Probably. I think. I think the fact that you can see, you know, what Tennessee's capable of, and then you see the the absolute studs Arkansas has, and then Bama regroups. You have Kentucky with the Player of the Year. Don't sleep on Auburn. Don't sleep on Auburn. Don't Best sleep on Mississippi State. Country, yeah, Mississippi you're probably right. State. You're probably right. But you see what what Wisconsin has done prior to tonight. Indiana, what they did tonight. Purdue, um, Michigan beat Virginia. Um, the Big Ten's better than we think. But I'd say SEC. Yeah. yeah, or at least better than we thought coming into it. We thought it was oh, going to yeah. be a down year for the yep. Big Ten. So I would put Big Ten number one. Iowa, um, yep. Who's your? What's your best mid-major conference? Mine is JD. You're gonna hate it. It's the Mountain West Conference. I don't care. That's oh, what I was gonna say. Dude, season, that's what man. I was gonna say too. As of right Listen. now, I hate saying it, but as of right now, yeah, I would agree. Mountain West. I hate the Mountain West, but as of no right denying, now, yeah. there's no denying what they're doing. As it's, of right now, top to doing. bottom. It's yeah. it's it's the same thing as what we say about the SEC. It's deeper. It's just deeper. It's deeper than the A10. Yeah, I'm still wait. Yeah, I mean, were we so wrong in the A10? No, no. St. Louis is still a really good basketball team. Dayton. Uh, Dayton is not what we thought they were, but they'll have an opportunity to get back on track, and I think they will. Yeah. Um. But the A ten is just it's 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 been hit or miss outside of conference play, and that makes it tough to back them. You know, going into March, 
it'll be interesting matchups in that conference uh, during conference play. But, you know, this leaves you some question marks when we start headed into postseason play at the end of the year. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It, it's hard to tell right now. Feast week really, I mean, beat us up. The pack, the pack 10 is exactly what we thought it was. Stinks. Yeah. Yes. It stinks. The pack 10 stinks, dude. Pack 10. <laughs> yeah. The pack 10, it stinks. Love it. Hey, but that's, that's the same thing though. Right. Just like you had, just like you said, when, you know, when, when, uh, when UNM's better basketball, tenfold when pac 12 pac 10 i should say when they're better at basketball it just makes everything better and yeah it's just unfortunate that they're just a bottom feed it is unfortunate it's unfortunate but it, it i think see that's that's the west biased i i would say it's just more of a shame that teams like louisville and the big east teams aren't good i think that sucks don't even get me started on georgetown Georgetown too. Oh my God, they're so Ooh. pathetic. Oh, it, it it's the most pathetic thing. And man, as a lifelong Georgetown fan, I I was a little pissed off that they're they're winning now because they they just need to get off Patrick Ewing. They need to get off the ghost of John Thompson. They need to just hire someone else. They need to get the heck out of there. He is one of the top 10 highest paid coaches in the country right now. I believe he's getting paid $4 million a year. And if you look, they, they I don't remember who released it, but they put a chart out there for dollars per win. And John Thompson, Georgetown was just, I don't even remember the figure, but it's just an astronomically high figure of number, an astronomically high dollar amount for win because they don't win, but they pay him so much. Yeah, they stink. I mean, no, it's terrible. It's terrible. And then you look and then you look at the you look at the arena, it's just empty. They used to pack that thing to the gills. They have yep. they have as they have as much of a storied history as you know anybody anyone in college basketball, but it's it's up there and, and it's just despicable. It's terrible. Yes, That's I fair. agree. It's it's disgusting. Uh rich tradition down the tube. Oh yeah. Um, not so, to mention and, in the Big Ten too, Michigan State. Oh, same thing. Yeah. Well, they still have Izzo though. They're fucking good, brother. Hey, January, February, Izzo, April. Correct. Yes. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I think that about wraps it up for episode one. Do you guys want to give up at this point in the season? What is your What does your final four look like? Arkansas, Tennessee, Kansas, Texas. Houston, Texas, uh, Tennessee, and uh, and uh, Creighton. I've got Houston, Yukon, Virginia, and Arizona. Oh, that's sharp. Ooh, this is tough. All right. Houston, Texas, I think those are the locks. 
Yeah, the final four is in Houston this year too, so I like Ooh, that a lot. All right, Houston, Texas, Creighton, and Maryland. Yeah, Maryland. There we go. Ooh, That's a surprise. We forgot to too. mention that Maryland has been an absolute They're shocker on fire this year. Right now, they look Juggernaut. really good. Juggernaut, Big Ten. Yeah, exactly. That's another that's another one. Big 10, dude. All right, well, uh let's let's sign off. Thanks for listening to the uh the inaugural episode of Voyage College Basketball. We'll be coming to you with these episodes regularly and putting out some more college hoops content as we move forward. Um we're starting to get into our groove as far as handy, handicapping this thing. So, uh hope you're all following along and we appreciate the support. So, Cheers, baby.